BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Housewives Nightcap by Access Hollywood. We're spilling exclusive Housewives gossip with a Bravo celebrity or Superman each week to give you behind the scenes secrets and access to drama that you didn't see on TV. Get your glasses ready. <laughs> One. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's not the new year yet, but we are getting close to the holidays. And welcome back to another new episode of Housewives Nightcap. I'm Lauren Herbert. And I'm Emily Roscoe. And we are thrilled to be back, back, back. I know. I threw in our names because I feel like we probably should do that. I think we do. We're still randos. No, we're still randos. And I we know. need to really. Tell the people who we are. Despite our own Delulu, we are not, <laughs> we are not famous. Oh, wait. We kind of are, though, except not me. You made your very first. It, is this your first appearance on Beverly Hills? Yes, on okay. Beverly Hills, because we were on Real Housewives of Orange County. Yeah. One of the interviews that we did with Shannon way back when. Yeah. Caught, we caused some drama. But yes, Emily, I am making my grand appearance, my debut on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills tonight. So when this airs, it'll be Thursday. So guys, go watch it because basically what happened is I interviewed Sutton at BravoCon last year and I asked something and it caused drama within Say the what group. you asked. So Emily. Okay, okay, okay. So I asked, it was in the middle of the Kathy Lisa Renna drama because yeah. it was BravoCon 2022. And I looked at Sutton and I said, Sutton, what side are you on? Whose side are you on? Lisa or Kathy? And then she looked at me and she's like, you know, in her Sutton way. And she's like, I see both sides and made like a face and stuff. I mean, it was a, it was a quick bite, but because of that, Kathy Hilton allegedly called Sutton and freaked out on her. And that was the big fight that exploded on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So I am here causing drama. I'm doing the Lord's work. Honestly, I love that. Shout out to Bravo for pulling your clip. They yes. know you're a star. Yes. But I will say they did give a shout out to Housewives Nightcap. So honestly, I think our numbers are going to go up. That's up, major. Up after this. Yeah. Well, tell everyone what our 2024 goal is. Our 2024 goal for Housewives Nightcap is, drum roll please, <laughs> to be Watch What Happens Live Bartenders. Honestly, the excitement of the idea is just enough really to satisfy me, but also I get I feel pressure about what we're what we would wear. Oh yeah. Like I mean just have to look so it would be good. a lot. I know. I'm going into 2024 trying to manifest things. I've always said, like, oh, I'll manifest a little here and there. Yeah. But I'm really gonna manifest things. So I'm gonna make a vision board this year. I don't know what's on my vision board, but really? the bartending will yeah, I'm really going to try to put myself out there in 2024. I feel As you like, tell me to anyways. Yeah. I just feel like it's a little chewy to make a vision board. It's <gasps> never been for me personally. I know like half the Emily! It's like, I don't know. I'm just – it's very sorority-esque. Of uh, I've never been a vision boarder to me. I'm more of a strategy gal. So like in my mind, I strategize 
how I'm going to get to where I want to be, you know? But I like don't want to put myself all out there and I need to do that. So with a vision board, I'm going to be like very clear in what my intentions are for 2024. So it's a little chuggy, okay, but I'm going to speak it out into the existence. You go, girl. She's looking at me like you are a psycho. Listen, I know no, I know a lot of people love to do this. And go for it. That's what I have okay, to say. Okay, thank you so much. I will go for it. And we'll see because we'll have the bartending on my vision board. And if it comes true, we can thank my vision board for it. So I do want to talk about Salt Lake. I just I just have a couple of notes that I drafted here that I just want to um, tell you. So, so Meredith doesn't get a bathtub in her room on the trip to Bermuda. She's really devastated. I mean, she drags this out about the bathtub like as if – they literally pitched a tent and made. She's a giving outside. Ramona. She's giving Ramona. She gets sick, and she gets an IV drip, right? Because the, the the med comes and he says you're dehydrated, so we're gonna give you an IV drip. When I tell you that Meredith was acting like she was getting something else in that IV drip, which like she wasn't, but just the drama of the sickness was so extra. So. I don't know. That like was like, that turned me a little with Meredith. Like, I'm like, come on. I don't like when the ladies just start screaming at each other. Like that's kind of half the episode is they're all just at dinner screaming. I know it was a little too much. It got a little much fighting going on and none of it is interesting to me. See, I I find it interesting. I don't know. I feel like this season of Salt Lake is crazy and I need to tease our guest of this podcast this week because we have Heather Gay. And she was lovely. She came in studio in LA and she was telling me that like, look, it's just going to get crazier. Like this is nothing. So I do think this is the start of it. The screaming in Bermuda is just going to escalate and escalate and escalate until, I don't know, we find out about the black eye, which she said was not a very big deal whatsoever. When there's too much going on though, I can't follow it. And that's kind of like how I felt. Too like much. I was just- there were too much – anyway, I don't know. We left off uh, Angie being accused of being in the Greek, Greek mafia, which sets her off. And I found that so shocking because that is, like, one of the least offensive things in Housewives world, to be accused uh, of being part of the mafia. Like, who cares if you're I not mean, actually a part of it? I think people care because then it paints a bad image of you. I would – Emily, would yes. Would you actually em- be offended? Okay, if I said, Emily, I you're wouldn't. part of the mafia, which honestly I wouldn't be so surprised about, you wouldn't be offended? No, I'd be like, the FBI is going to raid my house and find, like, nothing. Like, too many almond butter jars. Like, there's no <laughs> – there's nothing mm. else there. Also, is the Greek mafia a thing in Utah? I, like, I, I just don't – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the Mormon mafia Whatever. is. Do so, Mormons okay. have a mafia? Oh, I think for sure. Every religious, like, I feel like every religious sect, like, does, right? Like, I feel like there's always some kind of mafia in every religious, like, you know. I don't know, though. I don't know. I was really enjoying Salt Lake. This last episode kind of had me, like, annoyed by the whole thing. Heather it remains a shining star for me. I love her in um, a pussy bow. Is that what they're called? The pussies? What? Uh, 
The placebos. That's what they're called. Oh, the shirt. You have to give some more context. Yeah. All you just said was like, yes, no, everyone knows what not. those are. It's the shirt that I don't know if those are still called that, but okay, it's the shirt that has Wait, a big bow tie. There. Yeah, it's a pussy bow. Interesting. <laughs> interesting well we love her in her fashion i mean i love her she came in my grandma was in studio that day too because we recorded that bachelor recap because she she's an access literally works now. here and she was so nice so sweet i just love heather i think i the best and she's so skinny too she's on ozempic she's honestly the realist oh did yeah, she say it on, on ozempic, in the interview? which honestly good for okay, her great we should, should let's we get into it Heather, I am so excited to have you here. Seriously. I'm like, I saw you last night at the Variety Power of Reality TV Women. How did that feel to get that honor? I mean, it was incredible. It was it was totally surreal. I keep going back to like where my life was and what I was doing five, six years ago. And this wasn't even on the radar in any way, shape or form. So to not only like be in this world now and kind of have all the fanfare, but to have an event like that, Variety Magazine with all the heavy hitters, the women that inspired me my whole life. I, I sat next to Teresa and Tamara. I mean, it was crazy. Wait, I saw a photo of you and Teresa. Like, you had a selfie, and I was like, what was that conversation? What were you guys talking about? We were talking about, I think, everything. I mean, it was just kind of like we were talking about our daughters. We were talking about the night. We were talking about Kathy's party the night before, you know. Which and we missed you at. I know. I'm sorry I wasn't yes. there. We were, Where were you? I was celebrating Thanksgiving with okay. my kids in Maui, and yes. so I I was flying back and I couldn't make it work. I will say you look very tan for the people that are just listening to this. Heather <laughs> is tan. She is glowing, which I assume you kind of needed that vacation following the reunion. It was reunion recovery. I yes. flew home from New York and to Maui on the same day. The on the same, same day, day, I flew home at 10 a.m., came home, got my kids, got on another plane and slept that night in Maui. Okay, so you definitely yeah. So it was it was an immediate yeah submersion, full immersion therapy immediately after. Oh my gosh! Well, we do need to talk about the reunion. Yes, I'm excited about it. I told you this last night, but this season, each episode just gets hotter and hotter. And then when I saw that the seating chart, it's you and Monica at those first mono a mono yeah face to face. You don't want to be in first chair. You, you know? don't? I Not, guess... I'm, I'm a good, like, second-in-command girl. I want to just, you know, watch and observe and laugh. First chair is intimidating, and you're either there because you're in trouble or you're in trouble. Okay, you know? Say, <laughs> yeah. Were you in trouble? Like, is you that... know, it's the hot seat. It it's the, the hot, hot seat. seat. So you either have to, a lot to answer for and a lot to explain or a lot to defend, you know? So it's it's a heavy position for me and for Monica, and you know? what side were you on? Were you on the defending side or were you on the explaining side? You know, just a little bit like my real life, a little bit of both, yeah. you know? Okay. I had some explaining to do and <laughs> I had, you know, some things to, I wanted to defend, you know, as well. How are you and Monica following the reunion? Is Did you guys come to any resolution? We did not come to really any resolution at reunion. We um, We're not friends right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
I did see you did an interview with someone last night and you said you wouldn't film again if Monica came back. Is I mean, yeah, I mean, this is my real life. And right now in my real life, I am not friends with Monica and I am, have no plans to make amends. I don't see us making amends. And it's a show about filming with your friends, you know, and it's, there's been a lot of lines that have been crossed and my business has been like my life force. It's very, very personal to me. I'm very proud of it. And, you know, we're currently involved in a lawsuit. And so that makes it, you know, especially perilous. Yeah. yeah. Can you talk about the lawsuit or is that... I mean, it's all public record now, okay. but it's currently we have a motion to dismiss and a motion for summary judgment just to kind of settle it and get it done. When all that came up, what was your initial reaction? Um, why me? Why now? And what do I do? I mean, it's just, it's really hard because I have to answer to not only my business partner, but my staff and my customers. And you can't it's a matter of principle, really. It's not personal, but if you don't pay your bills, we're going to pursue it. And as soon as we discover that, you know, we just have a saying that everybody is VIP at the lab and right. we don't look the other way because it'll mean bad press or because you're on TV. You know, we just try to be fair and transparent with everyone. And I support a lot of people with that business, including my own family. And I built it from the ground up and I built it with women that had to make sacrifices to make their payments. And so that's why the lawsuit existed, you know, and it's just a normal process of collections for us. It wasn't to be personal or vindictive. It was just to say, you know, we treat everyone equally. Were you shocked when you realized it was Monica? Yeah, yeah. I was. And I thought it was pretty brazen that it hadn't come up or been discussed with me or or explained or even mentioned. I feel like Monica came in and she came in hot. What do you think of her and her mom, her dynamic, the two of them? You know, when I met Linda, she was charming, wonderful. Like we had a great time. I really enjoyed her at Greek Easter and we sat by each other. We laughed. We had some moments. I mean, she was a delight and that's why it was hard for us to watch the way that they interacted. But we had kind of a different perspective because we were there and we also didn't know the history of her, you know, because she came around a lot, you right. know? And so usually if it's that toxic of a relationship, we, you don't, bring him around, you know, yeah. as much as, right. as much as we knew Linda. So that was interesting to watch and watch back and to hear more of Monica's side. Cause I didn't really know it at the time. And it's just, you know, mother daughter relationships are, are dynamics that are difficult to navigate in real life, even more so I think on television. What about the other ladies? You're standing to your, you know, grounds of what, how you feel about Monica. What about the other ladies? Because it was obvious at BravoCon that she was kind of on her own. You know, we had a pretty phenomenal year for, as a cast, yeah. you know, as friends, yeah. as a group of friends. We'd been through a lot. And instead of kind of letting all of those trials separate us, it really bonded us. And, you know, everyone keeps saying we've been having this great season, but we really haven't even gotten started. What? The, the stuff that's to come, I think, is the stuff that would is going to explain why our friendships are kind of stronger than ever and why Monica's kind of on the outs. So you're telling me it gets even better? It, Yeah. There's twists yeah. and turns that we didn't expect and that I don't think the viewer will either. Well, we heard that we might finally find out what happened to your eye. Is that the case? There's a lot of resolution and clarity to situations that have plagued us. I'll say that. 
You know, there are a lot of things that were resolved at reunion and a lot of things that went unresolved, but it was, like Andy said, a killer reunion. We were there all night and no topic went untouched. We heard Mary came in, but she was only there for an hour. It was an impactful <laughs> hour. I mean, Mary, uh, one hour from Mary is like 10 hours from normal housewife. That's so she represented, yeah. How are you and Mary? Where do you stand with Mary now? Mary and I are great right yeah. now. We had some great text exchanges. We talked again at reunion. And, you know, Mary and I, it's not always smooth sailing, but it's, there's, I'm not angry or mad or we're fine. We're great, you know, yeah. as great as you can be. Mary, it was funny because we were at Kathy Hilton's party and I, talked with Mary and I was like, you're a lot different than you come off on this show. And I don't know what it was. Well, I do want to ask about your new book. Your first, your first book was amazing. It was so impactful to so many people. What can people expect from the second book? Second book is kind of a deep dive into all of the topics that I kind of approached in Bad Mormon, but it didn't, didn't have the opportunity to like dive down. And it's really funny. It's a collection of essays and it's really geared to just be funny insight into the reason I am who I am and how I ended up on the show and how I ended up being Mormon for so long. And it just kind of takes a lot of those topics that I just barely glossed over and just explores them. And I think in a funny way, it's a lot funnier and lighter than Bad Mormon. Okay. And it's also um, a deeper dive into it. And how are you feeling with, I know this past season, it's been hard with you because you see Jack going on a mission and you also see how Lisa, she's treated differently than how you were. How are you feeling with all of that now? Listen, I mean, I've been coming out of Mormonism on television right. and, and the process has been very swampy and messy for me as I think it is for a lot of people. But writing the book gave me clarity and kind of a path forward and more importantly, a community. So that gave me kind of enough distance and enough confidence in what I was doing to really understand Lisa and Jack in a way that even though I was highly triggered, we were able to get to like a constructive, positive place and bond yeah. over it. And it yeah. was a major reset for our relationship this year. And I was able to see a lot of the ways that I was really messed up and also, you know, have a lot more grace for how other people want to practice Mormonism and not be so threatened by it. Are you and Lisa still in a good place? Yeah, we're in a yeah. great place. Yeah. That's fun. What about you and Whitney? Because I know this past episode, they got into it and they yeah. kind of were pulled into it and it was like, uh There's there's some bad weather coming our way. There's oh. some tumult in um coming up in the season, but right now Whitney and I are in a good place. I mean we Whitney and I fight like sisters and right. make up like sisters and that's makes it always fun. But yeah, we're in a great place. Heather, I mean I just can't wait to find out what is happening on that phone call. It's not great. I mean, it might be great for you watching at home. But <laughs> you're like, uh, I know what I want to see you. Because we were riding so high and we were so having so Ugh. much fun and we were having the best trip of our lives, you right. know, and all of this is great and good. And, you know, and so it was, it was devastating and it happened and we are still picking up the pieces from it. Everyone thinks it's about the lawsuit. Is mm -hmm. it about the lawsuit? I mean, it's about part of the deception. And it, it touches on the lawsuit, but it's more than that. It's okay. much more than that. And there's a lot that goes on in Bermuda that, you know, with I fight with Whitney, you know, and there's stuff that is unresolved with Lisa and Meredith and with me and Meredith. I mean, there's a lot. So you said it's just going to get crazier and crazier the rest of the season. Yeah. What is one word? What Describe the next couple episodes in one word unfathomable 
Okay, that was a good word. <laughs> you I was going to say, expect the unexpected, but that's Big Brother, yeah. right? So it's just really unfathomable. It was yeah. like, what, how, when, why, and what do we do? Oh, man. Well, all the I, questions. All, I have so many questions. I do. I do want to bring up the fact, though, that I talked to Mary, and Mary did say that she would come back only to defend Monica. She kind of seems like she's the only one defending Monica at this yeah. point. What do you think about all that? Well, I that think you're, close, you're good with Mary. Yeah. Well, I think if if you wanted someone to defend you, I mean, I think Mary Cosby is a good one to have on your side because she tells it like it is and she is not afraid to say what's on her mind. And so, you know, if if that's the only arrow in Monica's quiver, Mary's a sharp one. So good luck. <laughs> Mary and her quips this season. I, I can't. Especially the one at you. I was not happy about that. Oh, I those quips are so <sighs> frequent that it's just like, you know, you build up a thick skin. You really do. They don't they don't sometimes they come it's like a sleeper wave that slaps you and it yes. stings a little bit more than others. But you just accept that, you know, you hang your heads insincerely and thank her when she criticizes you. That's the only way I can explain our relationship. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. Well, I do have to say, you look amazing. Well, thank you. you look, and you have that tan from Maui. <laughs> I did see something, though, that you said you were on Ozempic. Yeah, I, they, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been on Ozempic for a while, but it's, I guess it's just barely kicking in. because everyone you look great. Everyone's been noticing just barely recently. And so, you know, it's happy and sad. People are a lot nicer to you. Oh, and, uh, I don't like that. You know, sad that I, but yeah, I'm on the Ozempic train and it's been great. We sell it at Beauty Lab and people oh, nice. are, we have specialists that have helped me with it. And I, it's part of the glow up, man. Choo choo, the Ozempic train. Here we go. I mean, like all the housewives are on it. So it's like, you it's, know. it's been great for me. And I'm, I feel, you know, like I'm having a little bit of a glow up with it. So yeah. I'm proud. You are having non-sponsored a glow up, ad. Are, it's a glow up. You're like, I feel like you're vibing. What about your dating life? Is that? I mean, that's the caboose on the end of the Ozempic train. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's, I mean, I've just so many big, huge things have happened, and it's been a transformative year for our yes. cast and for Salt Lake City. Yes. But also for me personally, this is the year of the book. The book has only been out this Which year. Is crazy. And the book on an emotional level for me was just pivotal and yeah. absolutely transformative. So that I think, I wish I could just say, you know, having a best selling book makes you lose weight. But unfortunately, it's only a small part of the puzzle. But you know what's the most important thing is your book. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's, it's the story and the representation and the community. Story too. Yeah, the people so that I've met because of it. I'm grateful. And I need to like just circle this back for our final thing. But, you know, you are now one of the most powerful women in reality TV. And it has to, a big part of that is that book and being so true to yourself. So you have to like take this moment and really soak it in because. I mean, it's amazing. Thank you. That means yeah. a lot to me. I'm trying to soak it in. It, it's been going by fast, but I'm appreciating like every minute. I really am. Well, I love it. And I love you. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks this for having so me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, that was my interview with Heather. I just want to know what goes on between her and Monica. Like, what, who was on the phone? She gave me a tease that it has to do with the lawsuit, but there's so much more to it. So I just, like, I can't wait. The reunion's going to be so spicy. And honestly, I think I'm Team Heather. Of course we're Team Heather. Monica is, like, 
on some other shit. Like, she is wild. Like, also, she's very hard to... You can't believe Monica. It's clear that she... It's a racket. I mean, I, I don't know... I don't know what to believe with that woman. I mean, Heather has, listen, she's tried and true. She turns up every, every season. Heather's yet to really lie to us that I can recall. Obviously we the black eye, we still have still never don't really know, to but she does of. say that we are going to um, find out. We still don't know. Which they said that last season. I mean, we're riding out a black eye now into two seasons. I know. Come we on. Need- just tell us what happened. Roll, Roll the t- I mean, the I think it's Jen Shaw punched her in the face. But why are we protecting Jen Shaw? She's, She's already, already in jail prison. with Elizabeth Holmes doing her shamazing <gasps> abs. Yeah, like I don't I I so make it make sense. Someone make it make sense. I'm so, so confused, confused. But I can't wait to see next week. And I can't wait to see all the other episodes because the reunion, like I just said, is going to be so crazy. Mary Cosby comes in for an hour and causes some shit. And she's only there for an hour because she's a queen. Oh, also, wait, Emily, I didn't tell you. Yeah, we have to talk about that. I met met Mary Cosby in person. I met Mary. She was real person in real life. I was expecting someone completely different. She was so nice, so normal so normal and basically i know but i asked her to come on housewives yes are you sure i I mean i'm not the most normal person but i feel like she was pretty normal and i asked her to come on housewives nightcap and she said she would so i mean yeah we would love to have mary obviously i would love to get to the bottom of who she actually is like i'm so confused like i just I don't know what to think of her, you know? And it's like, at some moments, I really can't stand her because yeah. she's so mean. And then other moments, I'm like, maybe, like, maybe, like, I'm just not giving her a full shot. Like, I don't, I don't know, but that's very I met her in the flesh, in the and flesh, so you will meet her soon because we'll have her on our podcast. 2024, Mary Cosby shows up. Because we already, we're booked and busy for the next couple of weeks. So... Mm, we have such a good... Yes. yes, next week, Teresa Judice and Gia will be on the pod. Uh, they're going to talk to us about upcoming Jersey season. They're going to talk to us about all their yes. many businesses. And Gia's saying that she's going to um, take a bigger role on the show. I'm we here for that. it. I, she's old enough. She's been on the show forever. And I think she deserves to have more of a voice because, look, a lot of the drama involves her family, and she should be a part of that. No? I mean, I she's know. old. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, She's I'm like 20. How old am I? I'm 29. It's like same. <laughs> I could, I could you not. Could I mom. could be her older sister, <laughs> not her mom. Oh my gosh! Well, this has been so fun, and this has been fantastic. And Heather Gay, Queen Heather Gay, thank you for coming on. I such, mean, a such a rock star. star. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow us for more. Follow our housewives nightcap instagram we're really trying to like post all of our interviews blow it up blow emily almost has a thousand followers out. which is kind of crazy in the last couple of weeks oh my god i love to hear that um and follow me <laughs> emily's like emily more Ross importantly follow TV. me and then follow me at lauren herbert and that's it instagram okay bye guys happy holidays <laughs> Housewives Nightcap by Access Hollywood is hosted and produced by Lauren Herbert and Emily Orozco. 
Executive produced by Rebecca Zamer. Associate producer Matt Izzo with original music and sound mixing by Chris Keys. Join us next week as we dive into the glamorous worlds of reality TV once again. Because who doesn't love a nightcap? <laughs>